All right, fans, welcome to another edition of your WrestleGenom podcast. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Uh, Garrett is not with us this week. I uh, assume, Carl, you know where he's at. Uh, yeah. Uh, so people that didn't know, uh, Garrett is actually a, uh, we call those Dungeon Masters or something. He, he got an epic D&D game going. Yeah, he's got a as an S and M dungeon master. He's one of those. He's one of those uh, <laughs> dungeon masters, grand wizard, something, something. And uh, he's got a, a board game going uh, tonight, and uh, couldn't couldn't be with us. <laughs> oh, awesome! I'm not gonna knock on it. I do wish I played some Dungeons and Dragons. If I did, I'd have like this whole like Lucha Libre themed like dungeon and different types of challenges. Yeah, I never played. I saw him. There's one TikTok. This guy that owns a uh, a maintenance company or something. I don't know exactly what he does. I guess his whole like team, like his employees and stuff, play Dungeons and Dragons and the. Uh, the dungeon master, that's his, which is his brother who plays too, gets pissed at him because he sets everything on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, I know. Hey. Uh, <laughs> they tried to make it harder for him. Like, I guess one of the campaigns they had to go into you know, like this town that had a brothel. And like one mm-hmm. of the first questions he asked is like, which, what business brings in the most money? And the dungeon master's like, oh, the brothel. He's like, okay. You know, gold melts at a very has to be like a very high heat for gold to melt. He's like, all right. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna set the brothel on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then rob it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's uh some guys on TikTok that play uh, like a card game. I don't know if it's Yu-Gi-Oh or uh, what's that other one called, Magic. Yeah, I've seen Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't come across. And they have, magic. and they have like these like little like, I don't know. It's like, um, it looks like a shield, but it has like oh, a bunch yeah. of different places that hold their cards and stuff yeah, in it. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. And they dress up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they dress <laughs> up. Like, and they... Eyes and shit, and <laughs> yeah, they make it. They make it seem fun, though. I'm like, man, you hey, do as long as they're having fun. Like, no shame. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just kind of yeah. stroll by it and I watch for a couple minutes. I was like, oh, man, you know, I would shake my head. So, <laughs> you yeah. was not one that I got into. I played Magic in high school, um, so I played that, and I played uh, Marvel's Overpower. So those were like the two big ones in Star Wars when that came out. Yeah, me and my best friend growing up kind of shared like a Pokemon collection, but we didn't really like play it. We just like collected the uh, cards. Yeah, kids got into Pokemon, so I bought that like trainer battle pack that comes with like three decks and like the play mat and everything. So learned how to play that too. It's great. Yeah. Awesome. And that's what we do: random stuff each and every week here. On your Russell Gunn podcast, just like our random band entrance theme. I'm gonna have myself. Oh, who the so random? For fuck's sake. Awesome. Always a good time with the random band entrance theme, uh, which this week's was Foster the People. Foster the People. I. Uh, yeah, aside from that one song that you guys were singing last week, never heard anything else by them. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're mainly like one hit wonders. But yeah, that's that's the only song I know is that one. It's like okay, um, so there's that. Uh, do you want to kick it off, or I can kick it off? Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, because I went with the uh, pumped up kicks. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> So I want to go with it before somebody steals it. <laughs> That's probably the one Garrett picked. <laughs> I, but, uh, uh, I, went yeah. with, uh, I went with Pay the Man. 
Oh, that yeah, I heard that one too when I was because I was like trying to come up with a, a backup, but I'm like I can't come up with a backup because they're not really that good. So I could see why there was a one hit wonder. Yeah, but that that one song is really good though. Yeah, that was pretty good. Awesome. What we got for next week? Um. So we had uh, one band come up that I kind of vetoed. Because it sounded too similar to this group. I'm like, we can't do it back to back. It was Vampire (laughs) Weekend. Yeah. Uh, So I did it again, and we got T.I. I don't think we've done T.I. yet, have we? I've not done T.I. Yeah. All right. T.I. I'm going to have to listen to T.I. now. You know T.I. I do. I just I can't place... Like anything off the top of my head, that's uh, you. You at least know the Rubber Band Man, right? Rubber nope. Band Man, wow, that's a title band. Nope. nope, can't say that I do. <laughs> uh, what that. you know about that? I know all about that. Nope. Is he singing "Love no. with the Stripper"? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> that was T Pain and. Uh, um, he had somebody featuring on it. I think it was Jamie Fox. There's some money. Okay. Yeah, and I, I have no clue. So. I'm in love with the stripper. No, Ti is a, a rapper. I know. I know who he is. I just oh, um, his music. You can have whatever you like. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, know. you know that one. Awesome. All right. So TI for next week. TI. All right. Uh, elite figure of the week. I actually got one. I've got the Series 93, Elite 93, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Chase. <coughs> and get it signed. It was uh, signed by Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I've uh, just uploaded a video to YouTube. I'm um, going over like my top five um, experiences for 2023, just something different. Um, the story behind that figure is uh, that signature and everything. And meeting Steamboat is a part of one of those experiences for my uh, 2023. So definitely go check that out on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash for the collection. hear about that. But still, it's a great figure. And the chase to the yellow tights just looks awesome compared to the the regular elite release which was in the i think it was the white so. yeah that uh that um uh, event was probably like one of the better wrestling events i've been to in a while it was yeah. it was pretty good yeah that was a good time enjoyed it got, got to see the briscoes, uh, the briscoes and Bimbo, ftr ftr yeah uh was uh Nick too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Brian Pillman Jr. wrestled. He wrestled um Morton's son. So, yeah. Yep. Nick Aldis being the surprise mystery partner for um the team taking on Flair with uh, Jay Lethal and uh, I can't remember who the other one was. Uh Jay Lethal, Nick Aldis, and uh Damn. Who was it? <laughs> was it? Was it Brock Anderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock Anderson. That's right. Because Arn Anderson was uh was there. Yeah, it was kind of it was like a weird person for that team. Yeah. Cool. I do not have anything uploaded for our instant replay, so I'll add that in later. So let's hop over to the instant replay. Of course, brought to you by W Energy. Visit W.GG. Use the code WrestleGadden at checkout to save yourself 10% We also just introduced uh, W Hydration. So you'll get yourself some uh, hydration flavors and keep yourself hydrated. 
Yep, keep yourself hydrated, uh, energized. Every does it all. <clears throat> yep, you can get your energy and your hydration for all your New Year's resolutions of hitting the gym this year. So you're going to need that. A lot better than Gatorade. Yep. And I feel like I take like the best piss after drinking Debbie. So if you just want to take a, a good, a good piss, especially if you're getting drug tested, Debbie's your your drink. Awesome. All right, uh, let's kick it off. Let's talk uh, some at World's End. Which happened last Saturday. Did you get a chance to watch any of that? Uh, yeah, I watched the the thing. Oh, uh, well, I fell asleep during uh, MJF. Uh, Samoa Joe match. I had to go back and watch that, but uh, I, I watched most of it. Um, wasn't too impressed. Uh, it's probably like their worst pay per view of the year. <laughs> uh, it was pretty bad. Like overall, there were some decent matches, but overall, it just like a lot of people were saying that it wasn't as big as like especially like their previous pay per view was like way better than this. But. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, I would, I would say the the best match was probably uh, the women's uh, uh, match between uh, the the TBS title match. The yeah, Abaddon and, uh, and Julia Hart and Julia Hart. That's uh, actually where I picked up the pay per view at. Um, so I missed like pretty much everything before that. No, because I kind of forgot about it, and I was like, "Oh shit, um, AEW's on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't miss too much. The other women's match sucked. The oh, no, I caught the sorry, I caught the end of um, um, Swerve and Dustin. That was a that was a good match. Uh, yeah, from what I saw, it was pretty good. And then the yeah. fan tag match because that was before um, Abaddon and Julia Hart. Um, yeah, that. yeah. So, I never thought I would hear NDA chants during a wrestling match. And <laughs> <laughs> that whole yeah. fiasco with Jericho and um, uh, Kylie Ray situation had come out just before the pay per view that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The um, that match. Uh, I I don't know. That the. That match, and then the other uh, match that uh, we didn't make predictions for because we didn't oh, do it tag. Yeah, the with the leftovers from the continental. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess you wanted names there. Like some of these matches, like I feel like they're just trying to like fill the card, like with as many names as possible. And it, neither one of those matches were worth two cents. I mean, they I were okay. Them. You had okay people in them, but I could have did without them. They should have did. My personal opinion, what they should have done with that. Okay, do the eight-man tag match, you know, with everyone from the Continental Classic. But then, like, the other one, why do we need an eight-man tag match? Why not just have Jericho say, hey, you know, Kenny's out. He's going to be out for a while. I still technically have a shot at the AEW World Tag Team Championship. And then go into that whole thing with Sammy and then have Sammy be the partner for that tag team title match. Cause that would involve some kind of writing and yeah. Creativity. Creativity. Like, cause you could have had Jericho come out and make the save for Sammy and the Callis family. And then you could have built up that story more between the Callis family, Sammy and Jericho at the pay-per-view by having them come out and cost Jericho and Sammy the titles. Yeah, but what do I did you see? Did you see the the botch uh, with the flaming table? <laughs> yeah, the table went out. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he didn't really go through the table; kind of just like slid across it. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that was when I was in the the messenger. That's when I typed. Uh, Edge went from rated R to TV fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I know the table went out at first, like the first time they tried to light yeah. it went out. Yeah. Light it again. Yeah, and he kind of like, he didn't really go through the table. He kind of just like slid across yeah, it. Yeah, right across the top of it. <laughs> yeah, too much lighter fluid on there, man. 
just grease <laughs> up the table. <laughs> but I mean, I appreciate the effort. I guess you know yeah, he, he greased never... up that wood, man. And Nick Wayne just you know slid right across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the finish of that? That was kind of weird, but yeah, uh, I, I think they're gonna build. It was like you saw a little bit of it on Dynamite this week with Jericho and or not Jericho, uh, Christian and Luchasaurus or Killswitch or whatever. Like yeah, whatever Christian his name was is. Like thanking everybody but Killswitch, and I think we're gonna get to the point where they're gonna turn him back face, and he's gonna end up turning on Jericho or taking him out or something. And that yeah, might think- to Jack Perry coming back in a face role and teaming with. Luchasaurus again to take on Jer- um, Christian and uh, Nick Wayne or Luchasaurus and Edge taking on Christian and Nick Wayne. Yeah. I figure they're part of the uh, Jurassic Express back together since yeah. neither one of them are done too good away from each other. Well, we'll see what happens with that. With the um, You talked a little bit about the Abaddon and Julia Hart match. Like that was... um. I think it's one of the better matches of the night, and I actually enjoyed that match. Um, and it's not because like I'm a huge Abaddon fan and a, a big Julia Hart fan. I just the two of them work very well together, like chemistry wise. So, and the yeah. the interference from Sky Blue like didn't detract from the match at all. And you know, Abaddon kind of did get her hands on her a little bit, which you know kind of pushed towards the finish of that match too. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah, good storytelling. Good, you know, in ring work, not just run into spots and Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh this is spooky chance during that match too. <laughs> yeah. If you uh pretty solid there. Um the Moxley and um Eddie Kingston match actually wasn't that bad either. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like one of the best matches, but it was it's what you'd expect from the two of them. Yeah. And yeah, I'm it wasn't that it wasn't bad. I'm just glad Moxley didn't win it. So. Yeah, I mean after me, I felt like you know that'd have been a perfect opportunity to put one of your other guys over, like Swerve or something. Yeah. Uh, my, but my thing with that too is, can you really call Eddie Kingston a triple crown champion if two of the titles are owned by the same company? Yeah, not. I mean, it's not. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. And they're not even like main titles. Well, besides the ROH World Championship, but and then like even that one, like the New Japan title is not even like their main title. It's like their U.S. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them are actually a world title or anything. And then uh, one's a brand new title that they just made up. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event, MJF and Adam Cole, or not MJF and Adam Cole, MJF and Samoa Joe. Um, we called Adam Cole day, was there. We, we <laughs> called it from day one. Day one. Adam Cole was a devil. I don't want to hear anybody tell us we were wrong on that. So. I was disappointed, though. I'm like, it, eh. it was pretty disappointing. And then they threw Wardlow in there for whatever reason. Like, just it doesn't make sense to me that you put Wardlow in there. Oh, I I don't know, but but yeah, pretty much everyone but Wardlow we called like from from the get go. You know. And then uh, the whole internet uproar with MJF being removed from AEW's roster page, uh, which is obviously a work with AEW. So I think I'm pretty sure that MJF resigned um, before All Out or All In, whichever one it was, before he, when he returned as the Devil. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, people are saying he did. People are saying he didn't. Uh. Some people are saying he just had some injuries that he needed to take care of yeah. and really hadn't had a chance to take care of him. So he's, he's going to be away for a while. 
So that was uh, pretty much the biggest thing for AEW. Our pay-per-view picks. I think you and I tied, if I remember correctly. I think we missed all but one. We missed all of them but one? Yeah. So we got all of them wrong? No, I mean, we got all of them but, but one, I think. Oh, okay. That's like, we missed all of them but one. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I'm like, who did I pick? I must have been fucking drunk or high. <laughs> uh, you picked Swerve, Julia Hart, Miro, uh, Sting, Darby, Darby, Sammy, and Jericho. Actually, you got all of them. Or no, we didn't. Uh, Christian Cage technically didn't win. Yeah, because he, he re... Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically, he won the second match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that wasn't the match we were picking, so... <laughs> um, but Garrett, all of, I think, actually, it looks like we all tied. Yeah. Um. No, I missed two, so you and Garrett tied. That's what it was. I'm going to claim the tiebreaker over Garrett because Christian <laughs> held the, the title after the thing, so it cancels him winning, <laughs> even though he lost the first match. Yeah, if he would have picked uh, Sting, Darby, Sammy, and Jericho, he would have been a uh, clean sweep across the board on that one. And you that's, who I, that's, who I picked. that's who I picked, wasn't it? Yeah, that's who you picked. Garrett picked the Callis family. Oh, he picked the customer. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'll have to, um, since that was the last pay-per-view of the year, I'll have to go through for next week and total up um, all the points for the year. Let's see who won. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, some big stuff happening over this weekend. Um, touch on that since it's the hot button right now. Wrestle Kingdom uh, going on. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom and then the New Year's Dash was today. This morning we had uh, TJP debuting a new look um, in his tag team, which was uh, Catch-22, which they won the uh, IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship, if I remember that correctly. Uh, debuted a new look called the Aswang, which is a Filipino um, like devil like creature type thing so it actually looked pretty mm. badass <laughs> not like a coffin and everything this was pretty cool uh that was the only debut we also had Dolph Ziggler uh Nick Nemeth and his brother Ryan Nemeth were both uh ringside during the uh, uh one of the title matches I can't remember which freaking title match it was I don't think it was Naito's match I think it was someone else's but uh, yeah, so we had that, and then uh, Matt Riddle showed up for uh, New Year's Dash today and uh, challenged Tanahashi for the uh, New Japan. I think it was like the Television Champion or something like that. So pretty cool fact. Big things happening over in New Japan. Uh, Diana Perazzo made her debut uh, Wednesday night on Dynamite. She is now All Elite. Say so, uh. Plus for AEW's locker room. Hopefully they use her correctly and kind of advance that women's division a little bit more. Yeah, if she's not at the top, then I don't know what you're doing. Like, I just want to see them do, like, feuds that last more than one match. Like, especially in the women's division. Because it's like, oh, Tony Storm's going to wrestle, you know, so-and-so this week. And then that's it. And then it's, like, a different opponent the next week. And it's never... No connecting story arcs or nothing like that. It's just, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Hopefully they can change that and actually do something, do something good here. Um, and of course, the biggest news of the week: The Rock returned to Monday Night Raw as the uh, former WWE champion. Um, the collective crowd, though, when uh, Jinder Mahal came out first, was freaking hilarious. It's like the yeah. A collective groan from the crowd. <laughs> Finally, the rock has come back. Monday Night Raw. Uh, so, what are your thoughts 
on this whole thing with The Rock in that promo? I love the action. And then uh, I think we're going to get Rock and Roman at WrestleMania. Uh, why else would he say what he said? That's true. That's kind of, I feel like, the, I feel the same on that one. But the biggest question that's pretty much on everybody's mind right now, too, with that is where is this book Cody? I uh, say that, that that's not that big of a question to me. Uh, so this is what I hate about people is like, everybody's like, biggest bitch about WWE is like, it's so predictable, this and that. And then when stuff goes different than how they think it should go, like, oh, yeah, Cody should win and beat Roman at WrestleMania. It's like, if you if, if that's what you think you're going to get, why do you want that? Yeah. Um, Cody's story doesn't have to begin or end at WrestleMania. It doesn't necessarily have to be a... You know, one year feud, it could go a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, the other side of that, too, is Cody could still win the Rumble. Like, if that was, if that's the initial plan, and then go into Elimination Chamber, the build up for that, and be like, I'm not waiting until the Rumble. I want my match with Roman now. Going into the Elimination Chamber, and that could be Cody wins the title at the Elimination Chamber. Then we still get Rock and Roman at Mania. And then Cody can go on to take on like Randy Orton or something. Uh, I mean, you could, or you know, you could just you know save Cody and Roman for SummerSlam, or or you night know. one, Cody and Roman. Night two, Roman and The Rock. <laughs> nah, nah, they do that. I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> I only can deal with so much Roman if he fucking main events two nights in a row. Uh, we'll... if, if Vince was still running the show, I would not be surprised if that actually happened. Yeah. I'm I'm actually hoping uh, CM Punk wins the Rumble. Um, I I still think it, would, it should be Sensei, Sensei, and that would be like totally out of left field. You know what I mean? Uh, but I like, you know, that we have options and we don't 100% know what's going to happen. So it's honestly with the way that they're booking a lot of this talent, you've got Orton, you've got McIntyre, you've got Nakamura. They're putting him in a more prominent part of the roster now. You've got Cody, you've got Punk. Like yeah, LA Knight. Guys are, what's that? Yeah, LA Knight. LA Knight, yeah. So you got Gunther, Gunther is still, yeah. I mean, shit, Brock could come back. Brock like, could come back, yeah. We don't know. And you've got all these avenues that they can go for the Rumble. And I think this is like one of those first years, like, yeah, we're kind of expecting Cody to win the Rumble again or we're expecting Punk to win the Rumble. But they could go in like a big swerve and be like, you know what, Drew deserves to get his WrestleMania match in front of a crowd. Or you know what? We kind of dropped the ball when we had Shinsuke win the Rumble the first time. Let's let's try it again. So there's a lot of different avenues that they can go down. Yep. L.A. Knights had a bunch of T-shirts. Let's you know give him. <laughs> I mean, saw more T-shirts. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm not concerned about Cody. So the people that are bitching like, I, I'm a fan of The Rock, and I'd like to see him back, and I'd like to see him have a a, a WrestleMania moment yep. with his cousin. Like, I think it'll be good. Whatever, whatever they plan to do, um, I think either way, we're gonna get the best the best option out of all of it. Um. The other thing, too, with all these people, like, all of a sudden, like, The Rock comes back, and it's like, oh, well, Cody's leaving. Cody said he's leaving because The Rock returned. No, he's not. Are you fucking serious? Like, Cody signed, like, a multi-year deal. Like, he's not just going to up and walk out. That's not the type of person Cody is. No. Jesus. 
especially when like Vince flew to his house personally to talk to him about coming back. Like, come on, man. Plus he's he plus he's a businessman. He knows the ins and outs of the wrestling business. Like he knows what's money and how to make money. I mean, just look how good AEW was when he was there and he was involved. Exactly. So then, and he wasn't, but and he wasn't booking himself as the no, like he booked himself out of the world title picture. Yeah. Like, so I mean, in hindsight, he wished he didn't do that though. But um, yeah, he's like, I wish I would at least you know won it once before booking myself out of it. But like, he elevated the TNT title. Like that was the title he went that he held, and you know, between him and Brody Lee, like those first you know, a couple of years, like that, that title was like more prestigious than the world title was. And there's actually matches that meant something around that title. So yeah, you know, like stupid ass matches that Jericho was doing or Moxley was doing with the belt. So oh, awesome stuff there. Um, That was pretty much all I had for, um, instant replay this week. I don't really have anything. Yeah, I mean, it was basically like uh, like a year in review type thing. It wasn't. Yeah, wasn't the, like uh, a shit for the matches. One anything. thing I will say though, TNA has announced um, they're doing a women's Ultimate X match, and they've been um, announcing the uh, participants over the last throughout this week. Uh, let me see who I've got. They've got an out so far here. Um, Alicia Edwards was the most recent one. Uh, Tasha Steeles. Who is that? Judy Threat. I'm not sure who that is. You start watching more TNA. Uh, Zaya Brookside. And Giselle Shaw. Are the, okay. Uh, one's an out so far for the Ultimate X at Hard to Kill. I don't think they've announced anything else for Hard to Kill, which I think is coming up. Is that next weekend? I'm not really sure. I need to watch more in TNA. I was going to watch it uh, this week, but it was, um, yeah, January 13th. So it was next weekend. Um, But it was like a recap, one of their recap shows. Yeah. Uh, what we got? Oh, they actually got a bunch of stuff on here announced. Oh shit! Uh, Alex Shelley versus Moose for the World Championship. Ooh, that'd be good. good. Uh, Trinity versus Jordan Grace for the Knockouts Championship. Yeah, I heard. I, I didn't know that it was like built that for this, but that should be probably one of the best matches on the card. Yeah, this one, uh, Chris Saban. Versus El Hijo del Vikingo versus Kushida in a three-way match for the X Division Championship. That'd be good. Uh, Dirty Dango versus PCO. Um, we already ran down the Ultimate X so far. There's one more participant to be announced for that one. Josh Alexander versus Alex Hammerstone. That'd be good, too. That's going to be awesome. Uh, we've got a four-way tag team match for the World Tag Team Championships. You got uh, uh, Chris Bay and Ace Austin taking on the Rascals, uh, taking on Mike Bailey and Trent Seven, and the Grizzled Young Veterans. That's gonna be pretty solid. All these matches look great. Um, mm-hmm. Tag team match: Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers taking on Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian, and you have Rich Swan taking on Steve Macklin. Oh yeah. That is a, a yeah, solid, that's, a, that's a pretty pretty solid pay-per-view right there. I'll have to do uh we'll do picks for that one next week. Awesome. All right, so that's the, uh, some of the big stuff happening. I'm excited. I'm excited for TNA. I'm glad they're rebranding yeah. back to TNA. I'm hoping this goes like we talked about last week. I'm hoping this brings more eyes to the product because they really do have a great roster there between like their Damn. Oh, the men's men's division, women's division, especially the women's division. There's solid roster. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Trinity versus Jordan Grace. 
<coughs> should be pretty good. Oh, excuse me. Uh, you know, Trinity's undefeated right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jordan Grace is Jordan Grace. So that the juggernaut should be should be pretty good. And I hope I hope Moose gets the title back. That'd be that'd be money. Yeah. Going back going into especially like when he was on that run, uh, I think it was last year, where he brought back like the TNA title. And he's that last year or year before? Might have been the year before. I know it was yeah. um, the last couple of years where he's doing everything with like the TNA championship and brought back the King of the Mountain match and all that. Yeah, stuff. Moose is Moose is gold. Uh I think he ended up losing to like Kenny Omega or somebody, right? Yeah, because he was trying to get the uh I think he was challenging Omega for the title. He was like one of Omega's challengers or something when Omega had the TNA title. Because Moose wrestled no, no. on uh, Dynamite. No, uh that's how Kenny Omega because remember, like that's how he had the first like original three titles he wanted off of. I thought he won it off of Moose. Who he won it off of, honestly. Cause because Moose had the uh, impact in the TNA title, like he carried both of them. Oh yeah. That's right. And then <laughs> Yeah, because Omega had the TNA and the impact title. Yeah, like, and then WWE. and then when Moose Moose showed up on Dynamite. The I guess challenge to him for it back or something. Yeah, like it was like they didn't even have the damn like they had the titles, but they didn't really show him. Yeah. Like he was still rocking the AEW belt. Like it was his best belt or something. And Mon Carrier and everything. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's um hop over to the wrestler of the week this week. Uh, yep, and I am going with uh, wrestlers of the wrestlers. week. Yep, and I'm going with God KOD. Uh, and the match is gonna be uh, one guy teamed up with Shawn Michaels. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, now I'm going with uh, the girl is a destiny. Uh, like the original Girls of Destiny. Uh, uh, I was just gonna ask. Tamatanga. <laughs> yeah, Tamatanga and uh, Tonga. Well, uh, I think their like original name was like the Tonga Brothers or Tonga Sons of Tonga or something like that. Uh, but uh, great tag team. Uh, definitely one of the best in New Japan. Yeah. And uh, uh, I kind of like would like to see them like versus the Usos. Uh, me and somebody else, uh, like wrestling fans, are talking about like, because you know, The Rock considers uh, Ming uh, or Haiku, whatever you want to call him, kind of considers him like an uncle, even though he's not related to them. Uh, and well, Tom, I, Tom, uh, Tonga and Tonga Loa are um cousins of Roman, though. I don't think so. They're not like official. They're not official cousins. They're by, like marriage or something, but they are. I mean, maybe about. I guess I, I, I think it's like a a thing where like Haku's kind of considered an uncle, but he's not really an like uh not really a blood relative uh but it'd be cool like to do that with the bloodline though because you know the rock kind of considers them family you know like bringing in some more people that would you know be considered considered family and that that would be uh or part of the tribe yeah they are not but uh okay i guess they're not related but yeah it'll still be cool though to have them you know in yeah. the in the mix, I know WWE won't go for it because you know they're a little bit on the wild side. But yeah, um, yeah. So it's um Haku and Rikishi actually have a pretty good relationship, though, especially since they tag together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought they were cousins for some reason. I don't know. 
Well, Rock, family. yeah, Rock, Rock refers to Haku as his uncle, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because like, he was around him quite a bit. So. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what match you got? Um, this was like a hard one because, like, I kind of wanted to go with something recent, but then I kind of didn't. Uh, so I will go to kind of like their breakout, not their breakout match, but one of my favorite matches, and that's the the Briscoes versus uh, Gorillas of Destiny, uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard 2019, the ladder match. Uh, both titles on the line, the New Japan versus the Ring of Honor titles. That was a good match. Yeah. <coughs> so, that's why I was. That's why I was asking, like, how old the match could be, because yeah, I was like, yeah, just as long as it's um, like I said, like uh, like act currently active. Yeah. Is yeah, I didn't know. The, the legends get a lot of shine. Like yeah. and everything too. I mean, there are some legends that we picked for wrestler of the week that really don't get talked about as much as others. But like with the current roster, I feel like there's a lot of talent out there that doesn't get talked about as much as like some of the legends do. Well, I mean, these guys are probably considered legends by now because I mean they oh, held yeah. the New Japan titles a bunch of times. But in America, like they're on Ring of Honor and TNA a few times, but. I think a lot of people are familiar with them. Yeah. Especially in New Japan. Like, there's a lot of guys in New Japan that a lot of, like, American wrestlers, especially, like, the casual wrestling fans aren't too familiar with. So. But, yeah, but solid picks for a Wrestler of the Week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and hop it over to No Holds Barred. Holds barred this week. Um, I don't know what you want to talk about. Uh, how about uh Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Steamboat Willie is in public domain, and it's already been announced like four different Steamboat Willie based horror movies. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see because uh, you know, that's been tied up in court for the longest now. Yeah, because uh, Disney was trying to get the public domain laws switched, uh, but uh, I, I mean it's the same rules. You That's the, the thing is like the companies made its money off of taking other people's stories, you know, like Peter Pan and Snow yeah. White and Alice in Wonderland. Like you know, what I'm saying like you made your fortune yeah. off of. Taking older stories now, it's like you know they have to do um, it to you. <laughs> I think the um the guys that did Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, I think announced the Mickey Mouse one. But the one that seems most interesting out of all of them that I've seen so far is um the one that was announced by the producer of Terrifier Two. Uh, basically, Mickey is on a steamboat. And is killing people, killing passengers <laughs> on a boat. So, and it's still called, and it's still Steamboat Willie. So, uh, and Mickey I, is still on the boat, killing people. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they'll be any good or not. It's just, it's funny. I just, oh my god, it's, it's just funny to me that, yeah. like, we're at this point where all this stuff is like the copyrights and everything have lapsed on it, and everything has hit that those public domain laws and we're seeing stuff from our childhood get twisted because this is shit that we've been thinking of for the longest damn time. Like, Oh, it wouldn't be cool if Mickey Mouse was in a horror movie. Like it'd be awesome if Winnie the Pooh was like a feral bear and just eating the shit out of people. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's hard. Sometimes when fans get a hold of, stuff it, it, it it's this you know you end up with like harry potter and uh ron weasley having you know gay sex it's <laughs> kind of like fan fiction 
Oh, like, so I, but, uh, uh, yeah. I, so, I, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see what people do with it, but, you know, you know, that's the way I'm it goes. Not, I'm kind of, I'll, I'll probably watch it eventually. Like, I was so let down with, um, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Like, I just yeah. I don't really want to watch it. Like, yeah, I I wasn't really necessarily let down because everybody told me how bad it was. Like, you're the one, one of the ones that's like, yeah, don't watch yeah, it or whatever. I, was, I knew it was going to be court, like cheesy, but it was just yeah. – like, it wasn't, like, good, like, killer clowns from outer space cheesy. It was, yeah. like, like sci-fi movie of the week cheesy. <laughs> yeah. And then me, I'm like one of those people that kind of like really like some movies that like because I remember like Blair Witch Project. I remember everybody was like, "It's fucking stupid," but like I really enjoyed that movie. You know what I mean? And I uh, did not like the end of that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's to, to each one, so. yeah. But uh, I mean, to each their own. But so I was like, "Well, maybe I like it," but uh, yeah, no, I I couldn't. Like I did, it wasn't even like a good like B com. I mean B comedy, B scary movie. You know what I mean? And I enjoy those. Like you know, Sleepaway Camp. You know, there's uh-huh. good campy uh, scary movies, and uh, yeah, that one was not it. Those were good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that one and um. Like I do, I like the the cheesy ones like that. You would see on like fucking USA up all night or like Elvira's, you know, movie macabre theater. Oh, those type of ones are like the ones that they show. Is it on MeTV that has uh, Sven Gulli that shows like a yeah. lot of like older um, horror movies, like the the camp cheesier ones, like uh, Summer Party and stuff like that. April Fool's Day. Yep. Um, there's a one that they came across um, on Amazon because usually, my uh, wife and I will watch um, a Christmas horror movie on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. or like finishing up like the last minute um, wrapping. Yeah. And this one was um, oh, what the fuck was Silent this? Night. Silent Knife. Oh, Silent Knife. Yep. Yeah, I've seen Silent Knife. It was uh, Justin Long was in it. Or no, it's a Wonderful Knife. That's what it was. Uh, so it was like it was like a Wonderful Life, but a horror movie, like a, a slasher. It was pretty good. Okay. I don't think I've seen that, so I might have to try to check it down. Okay. I enjoyed that one. We th- that one was good. Then there's another one that we watch pretty much every year, which is a. Uh, Black Christmas. Christmas. Let's see. No, it's um, it's an anthology. So it's like a, a Christmas. It's called a Christmas horror story. That's on Amazon. Oh, okay, that one's pretty good too. It's got um, William Shatner is like a radio DJ, and he's like playing music and like on Christmas Eve and stuff, and going through all this stuff and taking all these like whacked out calls from people. It was actually pretty yeah. good. You seen the uh, Cat Williams uh, interview yet? I have seen bits and pieces of it. I've not um, actually watched the whole thing, but um, a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of shit. Cat Williams is like airing out. I, wa- <laughs> I, wa- I watched the I watched the whole thing. Uh, I saw like the first couple of clips uh, the other night, and I was like, I gotta watch this whole. This whole thing and uh, yeah, it was good. Did not disappoint. Uh, just, like the one clip I saw, he was like, "Yeah," he's like, "All these ones are the ones that I said yes." And now they got themselves a white, a light skinned wife that don't say nothing in interviews. <laughs> Never heard a word from them, and they got those <laughs> odd shaped faces. Every single one of them. <laughs> he's like, "I just subscribed five people." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." Oh. Yeah, either Cat Williams is on some really good shit, or he's just like speaking a truth that nobody wants to hear yet, or no one's ready. That so. it was, 
the part that got me like uh the first clip i saw that got me to watch the whole thing was when he saw my He's like, yeah, I got it in my uh, contract there. Ricky Smiley got a wear dress. And he's like, Ken Sharp's like, man, why you got that in the contract? He's like, Ricky Smiley uh, is like Tom Perry. (laughs) They can't play a man to save their life. (laughs) (laughs) I was rolling. I did did see that clip too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was... It was a pretty good interview. So. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good. I'm like, damn. Tell him, Cat. <laughs> oh. Cat, well, he's one of those guys. Like, I think he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's more so than someone like Kevin Hart. Like, I don't think Kevin Hart is funny. Like, not he, yeah. recent Kevin Hart. Like, older Kevin Hart, before he got, he, like, really big and famous, was funny. Like, this Kevin Hart, no. Uh, he he brings up Kevin Hart too. It kind of yeah. calls him a plant, but uh, uh, I mean, I would I would say that too. Like, uh, as far as like stand up goes, like I'd never really been a fan of uh Kevin Hart stand up. Um, uh, I think he's like better as a, like a comedic actor. Like I liked him in So Plain, um, uh, Scary Movie Three. I think it was. <laughs> Um, I liked him in Real Husbands of Hollywood, like as like a comedic actor type thing. Uh, his stand up, it, it just it's not my cup of tea. I've heard funnier stories and yeah, funnier jokes and stuff. Cat uh, was on that whole thing too about uh, like Cedric the Entertainer stealing some of Cat's jokes and a few other, um, a few other jokes too from other comedians. Yeah. I was like, we're on some Carlos Mencia shit right now, aren't we? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Like all the stuff that's coming out. Of course, we got all that shit from um fucking Jada Pinkett. And now we're getting all this stuff from Kevin Hart. The, uh, the other or not Kevin Hart, um, Cat Williams. What was the other one? They're talking about him and um uh Tyrese getting invited to like some Illuminati thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, he's like two hundred million dollars in ten movies. He's like, you look where I'm at. You know, look where Tyrese is at. He's like, what? What Fast and Furious are you up to now? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, he's like, I said nope. <laughs> so, yeah. He's like, and he another one of them with one of those light skinned wives with weird faces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a uh, Gary Owens had like a response uh, video that I saw like a clip of and, uh, cause you know he brought up Gary Owens but it wasn't like bad it was like you know saying like, like reason why Gary Owens hadn't crossed over to a main street audience is cause he wouldn't you know compromise on his morals or whatever you know what I mean yeah and uh Gary was like, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to say any names, but he's like, yeah, I was in one of those meetings where it was like, you know, the question of would you ever suck a dick for a million dollars? He's like, he's like, I was about to find out. And he was like, I didn't suck that dick. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that has popped up recently. Um, yeah. I think they dropped the trailer, a trailer for that new uh, Marvel series Echo, um, which has Daredevil in it. I haven't seen that yet. But. Yeah, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a huge uh, like um, Marvel fan. Like I, I cartoon, I superhero movies like if they're cartoons i can get into yeah uh live action superhero movies that it's just not my like i can watch batman but that's about it other than that like i'm not a huge and blade was pretty cool but the uh the new x-men cartoon is supposed to be premiering this month i think it's around like the 20 
24th, I think they said. Yeah. That's what I was like, but yeah, like the X Men, uh, uh, Batman, uh, the Spider Man, the especially like the new Spider Man, the Spider Verse. The, those movies are way better than. Oh like, yeah, I know. love those. Yeah. yeah, it was so good. Everyone was pissed except for me because the way the second one ended. Yeah, <laughs> like we gotta wait for the next one. I was like, yeah. Like it comes out in like March or something or May, so yeah, it's not that bad. But yeah, that's like into the Spider Verse movies, like way better than any of the Spider Mans they tried to remake. Yeah, the Tobey Maguire, and, uh, the Amazing Spider Man, whatever. I did like called. the. Uh... The last one that they put out, the uh, the No Way Home one, was pretty good. Mm. Well, I haven't seen the. Uh, it it didn't just come out with a, uh, like the live action that's supposed to be uh, like kind of in the Spider Verse a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, the third Tom Holland Spider Man one. I'm talking about this is like kind of like almost oh, brand the, new. Oh, the new one, uh, Madam Web. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that one comes out February, I think. Yeah. That one doesn't look too bad. It's not look bad at all. Has Toby Maguire uh was he in that one? Yeah, yeah. No, or if it's not that one, there's like a movie that's supposed to be coming out that has like it's like the Spider Verse in it. Like it has like Toby Maguire. Well, that was the uh I'm sure you're not thinking of the the no way home one yeah that might be the no way home it might be the no oh, way home. uh dr strange and yeah yeah that might have been it yeah i think it's that one cool uh what else we got um some figure news the uh the new legend set Started popping up in Target stores with Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart's Iron Sheik, and Andre the Giants. Uh, the Hulk Hogan Target exclusive three pack has been popping up as well. And I want to say there's something the uh, Monday Night Wars um, Walmart exclusive sets have been trickling down too, which has got um, uh, Hulk Hogan. Nitro debut Scott Hall, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Undertaker. And the build a figure for that set is Lex Luger in that puffy white shirt from the the uh, first debut episode first of Nitro. Nitro, yeah. The Scott Hall is this Scott Hall and Blue Jeans or whatever. Yeah, the the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Hogan's and the uh, it's like his uh, first. I think it's like the first Nitro after he joined Hall and Nash. So after he revealed to be the third man, it's like the first like NWO type promo they did. Okay. And I think uh, I series, series two of that one's supposed to have uh, Kevin Nash to go with those two. I got you. Is it this WCW figures? They didn't do any of the... Well, they're doing WWE too. They got Austin um, and Undertaker. So they're doing okay. two WWE, two WCW from that, from the Monday Night Wars era. Okay. So Austin, I think, is in the um, the full camo, like the camo jacket and the pants and everything. I think it's from that uh, the night Iron where you, Yeah, I think it's that one or the one where you did the like like the fake gun on Vince and made him piss his pants. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they could do that. Come out with a Vince with like a little water pack that makes some pisses stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Undertaker is a uh, Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. Okay. And then the new uh, Ultimate Edition Target Exclusive Ultimate Warrior from SummerSlam, I think 90 is popping up too. So I'll go with that, uh, that Desert Storm style Hogan that came out in last year's uh, SummerSlam pay-per-view set. 
They ever, uh, they ever, ever did the uh, like late nineties Ultimate Warrior, like his WCW or like the late WWE, like with like uh, the there's, They did an Ultimate of a WCW Warrior. I think it was like one of the first couple sets they did. It's like the One Warrior Nation Duster. I think it was this match with Hogan, uh, okay, okay. Halloween Havoc. But they've done a couple um, later WWF ones too. It seems like they always go with like the early nineties, like when they. Yeah, do I think that's a lot of his prominent looks is from that. I'm pretty much done buying Ultimate Warrior figures. I got like the couple that I like, especially the the main ones that one from uh, WrestleMania six with him and Hogan. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, all right. Um, that's all I've got for No Holds Bar. You got anything else? Or? Yeah, I mean, because I don't think you really want to talk football or basketball. Well, I did see, um, heard some stuff. Dolphins are in the playoffs. Um, I think uh, they might still be able to lose that. I, they might miss, they could still possibly lose the. Oh, they usually they usually do. I mean, usually make it to the yeah. playoffs, or they make it to like the the AFC Championship game and lose because they lost to they lost to Baltimore last week. So I think they played Buffalo this week, if I'm not mistaken. So that would be for the division there, and then it this, this depends on some of the other games how they go out. Uh, so this this week of the NFL will be kind of interesting to see how the there's a lot of games that mean a lot as uh, as far as playoffs playoffs go, and then there's a lot of games that mean a lot as far as like the draft goes because some of the teams that uh, will lose could be or win could you know mess up their draft position yeah. by a couple spots. So cool, should be good. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the only thing I heard. And that was listening to uh I think the Fig Cave podcast this morning. So oh. I guess you talking some football. Cool. All right. Um that's gonna do it for Noel's Bar. Let's uh end it with theme of the week this week, which is my pick. And um I really didn't pick anything, but I'm gonna piggyback uh, piggyback off of your uh wrestlers of the week and just go with the uh, Gorillas of Destiny theme. I gotta get because nobody realer than Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Love that theme. So that's yeah, right up good. there with the uh, the main Bullet Club theme. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that's pretty much it for us on this week. I don't got anything else. So. We don't have no quiz this week. Thank no God. quiz is Garrett, you know, out being a dungeon master. I don't think he's playing D and I really think it's like some like S and M, like Dominatrix type thing. Yeah. He's probably like chained up to a wall or something, getting paddled, and he can't remember getting his, word. Getting, getting clips on his nipples. <laughs> getting his ball. <laughs> his passion fruit. Your <laughs> ass, ass stick. I I watched um uh we we got like a new like uh, streaming device it's like Walmart's version of uh, uh Google Cast or whatever and uh, uh so it had uh, Tubi on there so like my first time downloading Tubi Tubi is awesome and, yeah so I watched a movie called Safe Word. <laughs> it's like about a girl that marries this guy that's like in the dominatrix or whatever and I guess like he ignores her safe word after a while it was, it was pretty weird but low budget movie sounds like a, uh, a wish version of uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> yeah something like that except it was you know yeah awesome yeah i like tubi tubi's got a lot of great stuff on there too yeah there's always like some random ass shit on there that you haven't seen in like 20 years so, yeah i watch like some kind of like bullshit wrestling documentary too 
I have a bunch of those on there. I think there's a glow one. Um, that's why I found that like Urban Wrestling Federation or whatever it was. Like, mm. There's like a bunch of that on there. There's all, like a bunch of like just like generic like like there's like a Ric Flair one. one yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a bunch of like old. Uh, uh, I guess it was WCCW or whatever. Okay. World class championship wrestling with the Vinax. It's been popping up by YouTube. Been watching some of that. It's because people like sharing that stuff to all the non wrestling fans that have watched Iron Claw. Yeah. Which I still ain't got a chance to see yet. I'm yeah, hoping somebody picks it. The porno website I used to go on that had like a bunch of movies up there. <laughs> it got to that site's down now, so I don't know where to get, you know, movies that are yeah. film theaters. I gotta find me a new plug. Yeah, I just wait for them to hit whatever streaming service. Yeah. Well, usually it's my look. They hit a service that I don't have. Yeah. Usually, I think um, oh, it's A two, A twenty four was a studio for that one. So I think yeah, that so usually ends up on um, Paramount. I think it is the Peacock one of the two. Well, somebody needs to pick that shit up. I know, right? Awesome. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us for this week. Um, thank you guys for checking us out. Um, each and every week, listening to us. Uh, about an hour of your time uh make sure you follow us on our social media you can hit the uh, link tree down in the episode description or in the description of the video wherever you're uh happen to be watching or listening to us um yeah so that's it we'll uh, get with you guys next week uh hopefully garrett will get out of his dungeon and uh be back with us so we can talk shit to him all that fun stuff yeah. and on uh, behalf of myself Chrissy heat matthews and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. This is episode 217 of your Wrestle Gunning Podcast. And we'll chat with y'all next week. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Later, Marks. Bye, bitches. Big things popping, little things stopping.